Welcome to the Alexa European Marketing Flash Briefing. This 23rd episode will be practical and inspiring, as we enter the second half of 2020. As I understand, Carrie, Paul left you in charge whilst he and Anna are away on vacation. That's right, George, though I believe he is due back any time now. Hi guys. I was running over the topics for this edition earlier today, and I think they'll be very useful for our listeners. Especially as we prepare for the fall, and an uncertain business situation, worldwide. Thank you. I thought we should aim for a balanced perspective Leslie. Recognizing potential threats, yet at the same time exploring opportunities. That's why I asked you to do the research earlier on the GDP evolution of major markets, here in Europe. I was glad to do it. Though I must admit some of my findings may be a bit scary for many of us. If you're both ready Carrie, so am I. The following content is brought to you by Derby Hotels Collection, European Luxury Hotels. Enjoy a special 10% discount in London, Barcelona and Madrid with the code BVAlexa at DerbyHotels.com. Leslie, your words just before we began taping were, fasten your seatbelt. Do things truly look that bad? I won't mince words, so yes. We're looking at a very negative scenario as we enter the rest of 2020 and beyond. As you know, I'm the numbers gal on our team, and I'm still shocked at what I've seen. For example, European GDP numbers, across the board, plummeted in Q2 as a result of COVID-19. And many of these losses are historic. Germany, for instance, has not seen such bad GDP numbers since 1970. Paul mentioned this too, just as he was leaving. Germany's economy suffered a drop of minus 10.1%. Being the EU's motor, this is indeed troubling. Let me share a few more figures with you. This Q2 data is for the period April through June of 2020. Italy, minus 12.4%. France, minus 13.8%. And Spain's GDP in Q2 shrank almost 19%. Overall, the Eurozone slid a record 12.1%, according to official statistics. It's clear that COVID is a dramatic game-changer for us all. The question is, how should we respond? You know, I often like to browse in the book, The Art of War, by Sun Tzu. One quote I think might guide us all is this. If you know the enemy and know yourself, you need not fear the result of a hundred battles. A wonderful quote, George. Thanks. I'd like to focus now on ways we can prepare for such an adverse business climate. I'm sure you'll both remember the roundtable we had with Pep, CEO of Barcelona Virtual, as well as with Jackie and Paul. It was on the occasion of the agency's 25th anniversary back in March. Yes, I do. That was back in April, I believe. That was episode 4 of our Alexa Flash Briefing. That's it. I recommend that our audience listen in when they have a moment. Pep brought a lot of common sense to the challenge, especially as concerns cash flow protection, cost reductions, and so on. I remember I asked Pep if the COVID crisis meant a return to absolute austerity. I liked his balanced response. He focused on strategy as a key part of the solution. This is where I think I'll chime in with some smart data tips. I think they're critical now. 
One of the most important things needed by any leader listening to us now is clearly fast, reliable access to real-time data and KPIs about her business. George, I love it when you talk numbers. That's why data visualization will be so important as we advance into this crisis. Things like dashboards, charts, infographics and the like. I've put up a great article on our blog about this at blog.bevirtual.com. In the agency, the monthly report for our customers is infographic, as you mentioned, focusing on the status of the yearly goals, along with very tactical, real-time recommendations. I totally agree. That's a great tip. It's in the monthly tracking of goals the biggest results are achieved. Our teams have broken many a sales record for customers that way. I do want to mention that not all is doom and gloom. DigiDay has reported that programmatic advertising spending actually went up significantly last June. In the case of Salon.com, a full 25%. That's a good sign on the advertiser side. However, digital managers need to be careful. It's also reported that 40% of current traffic from those ads is driven by bots. By programs who aren't real people. I'm not surprised. Social media has also really suffered from the use of fraudulent accounts. Still, bots can also be a great inexpensive way to offer customer service. Leslie's right. She and I do seem to be on the same wavelength today. Here in the agency, our 24-hour chatbot, BV, answers questions non-stop on Facebook Messenger. Guys, well done indeed. That's exactly the positive tone I wish to strike today. For my part, I've put up a valuable link on the blog post for this episode. Carrie, what's it about? It's a very complete look at the opportunities for many companies coming from the telecommuting revolution, with so many people working from home. Very much worth the read. As we wrap up, there's one last smart data tip I have for anyone who produces audiovisual content. For example, podcasts such as our own Alexa flash briefing here. It can also truly help reduce production costs. That's interesting. What is it? Tell us more. In the midst of this crisis, it's fortunate that so much money can be saved by extremely sophisticated yet low-cost tools. For example, videos, podcasts and other applications almost always require professional speakers or voiceovers. However, those services are very expensive. So how might our listeners lower those costs? What tools are you talking about? Well, it just so happens that very human voices are available, nuanced by AI and very economical. They don't sound robot-like at all. George, that sounds fascinating. Please put up a link regarding that as well. To be really honest, it seems pretty far-fetched to me. But just because it's you, I do promise to take a look at blog.bevirtual.com. Hey everybody, uh, have you finished recording? I'm I'm back. Paul, oh, you're here. I mean, welcome back. Of course. It's just that we're still recording. Well, boss, you've missed the best part. George here was insinuating that some of us just might not be real. I most certainly did not. Paul, well, 
I think we'll need to, um, ask Peter, uh, you know, to strike that out during post-production. What do you, um, well, think? Not to worry, Carrie. I'm sure that everything is just fine and that our listeners were really helped by your tips. So thanks to all three of you for filling in for us and for preparing this episode together. One final word about what you discussed earlier. Most experts agree that we're entering uncharted waters this fall with COVID. And it's still unclear as to what kinds of disruptions we might see in consumer demand or supply chains. Whatever may happen, as always, it is key to stick together and support each other. So remember, you have some faithful friends and colleagues here in Barcelona. We'll get together again very soon to share fresh, effective European strategies. In the meantime, have a great start back at work and keep the faith. And just a quick note for our listeners, we'll be back again very soon with more innovation in European marketing on our Alexa Flash Briefing. Uh, I also hope that you'll uh, be sure to join us uh, at the blog at blog.bevirtual.com. Look for the Alexa section, and uh, that's where you'll find many of the resources, not only for this particular episode, but for all of the previous episodes. So goodbye and talk again soon. This flash briefing is brought to you several times a month by Barcelona Virtual, a European internet pioneer. To visit us, type the letter B together with virtual.com. That's bvirtual.com.